I'm your host, Shar Adams, and this is COVID University, New York. Living on campus is an exciting time for so many college freshmen. You're meeting new friends and having so many new experiences, but so many college students across the country didn't have the ideal on-campus experience in 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic, and many won't in 2021 either. With hundreds of thousands of people dead and millions of COVID cases in the country, students and their families have had to think deeply about whether it would even be safe to go away to college. The CDC recommends making virtual learning and activity options the standard for students. And on-campus housing locations should have proper ventilation, clean facilities, and easy access to COVID screening and testing. So, living on campus is no longer the carefree experience it once was. For some students, living on campus during a health crisis means fewer interactions with other students, no parties, and a whole new way of living away from home. Meanwhile, leaders at CUNY's on-campus housing locations had to quickly jump into action when COVID broke out in the country in early 2020 to figure out just how they keep students safe. Nearly a year later, the country is still learning how to live with this illness and the on-campus college experience may never be the same again. Hi, my name is Angie. I'm a freshman at the College of Staten Island. It's a CUNY school located in Staten Island. And going into my freshman year as a college student and during the pandemic is has its own difficulties, obviously. But I've been making it by because I've just I've been really excited about going into my freshman year. And I didn't want this to have to be another hurdle that I have to jump over in order to get to where I really wanted to be. And I was just like, you know what? I should just be able to figure out how to do this on my own. Like, if I really want to do this, I should be able to figure out how to do it, even in the circumstances. So, so hi, I'm Seth Grossman. I am the director of housing and residence life at the Towers at CCNY. Uh, we are the official residence hall on the uh, City College of New York campus, which is one of the CUNY campuses located in New York City. Yeah, we are just about on the year of really being affected by COVID. And it's kind of changed everything with housing. You know, it's a lot more about the safety of the students health-wise, not just, you know, dealing with conduct or growth and, you know, mental illness issues, stuff like that, that we normally see during a normal year. It's become a lot about dealing with COVID and what that looks like. You know, we're in an interesting position because CCNY is mainly a commuter campus, and we house about 590 students. That's our capacity in the building here. So we're just a portion of the City College students, but there's still a lot of students that needed to live here. They don't have another place to live. So, you know, we're still trying to offer them all those benefits of living on campus, but everything's changed with COVID and distance learning and just even the city in general. So it's really kind of affected every aspect of what we do. Well, at first when the pandemic was getting more and more serious, I wasn't I wasn't really scared for it. I just thought oh, it was just another another thing happening. Like it's just another disease going around. I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. So I wasn't really that concerned, but after time got it grew more and more and then it spread to the US and then the US couldn't handle it anymore and everything had to get shut down. And at that point when everything was getting shut down, I had already started my senior year of high school. So 
I was I was getting ready to join all my friends and like enjoy our final time final year together and stuff. But then this happens and everything gets shut down. I was midway through my um, internship at Montefiore and that got cut off. So I couldn't do that anymore. It seemed like everything that I was working towards just kind of froze. And like, I couldn't really continue where I was anymore. And I just had to like put everything on standstill. So we found out from the campus on March 24th, which was a Tuesday, that our building was going to be shut down and our students were going to be relocated and it needed to be done by the 27th which was that Friday. So we went into immediate, you know, (laughs) workers mode. Uh, My whole team, all of a sudden, anything we were working on was kind of put aside. And it was, what what do we need to do to safely get students moved and out of here? And we didn't have all the information about what was safe or how it was contracted. And, And so we were trying to keep people separated well, also knowing we were on this timeline that we had to get everyone out, we had to get them moved. We had a lot of students who were gone at that time. Uh, they had gone home or were spending some days elsewhere and couldn't get back. And we had to, you know, we worked with CCNY with the campus and movers came and packed up their belongings and stored them on campus. So, you know, my whole team is orchestrating that whole side of things. While the team at the summit is orchestrating getting ready for students to come in and how do they do that uh, in a healthy and safe way. And then also, what are they going to have to provide for them when they're there? They knew they'd have to quarantine people right away until they knew how long they'd been exposed or if they had been exposed. They also dealt with getting meals to people. They were delivering food to all the residents that were there. So it it was this big endeavor and there wasn't really a roadmap for it. You know, I, I've worked in housing for oh, 17, 18 years now. I've been through a lot of emergencies and, you know, you have to deal with everything in the moment as it comes your way. And this was really something that there wasn't guidelines for us to necessarily follow. My parents have their own underlying issues. And so they were, they're always very precautious ever since everything's happened. So. My going on campus was looked at as like you don't have to go on campus if you don't want to. It's all this is all a choice of risk, basically. So I'm I'm putting myself at risk, but I'm doing it for the greater good of me and for the greater good of like my future on, on campus and like in college. I mean, we had a lot of discussions about it, but at the end of the day, we felt like this was the best thing for me. I had already lost a lot this year from the pandemic, like not just friends and family, but a lot about my 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 senior year, which was a lot of anticipation leading up to. And I just felt like I didn't want to lose anything else. And I felt like this, if this pandemic is going to take so much out of me, I don't want to have to take, I don't want to have to lose the little bit of, little bit of opportunity I had for myself. So the plans that I had to live on campus were always solidified in my mind. And I was saying that I just, I feel like this is something I need to do. And I'm like, I know there's a lot of risk behind it, but I feel like this is just something I really want to do. And I don't want to have this pandemic be another reason that's taken away from me. My team, we did not get permission for staff that lives on site to return to the towers until mid-May. And even then we didn't have permission to bring students back in yet. So the staff came back in May 
and we started preparing for what comes next, you know, cleaning the rooms because everything kind of had been left a mess because of how quickly we had to exit the building. And my maintenance team and custodial team, they did an amazing job of getting those rooms cleaned and sanitized and ready. And we had to put things in place for the students to arrive. And for us, that wouldn't be until fall move-in. So we didn't have students here for the entire summer. So we spent that time getting ready for students to come. And, you know, for us, the, the next aspect was, what do we need to do to bring students back safely? So, you know, we knew that we needed to come up with a good plan that made sense, but was also doable. You know, that, that was one of the things that we had learned at the move out was we were given such a short turnaround time that, you know, we couldn't do things like only one person in an elevator at a time when we were trying to get everyone out of the building. But for move-in, we were like, we're going to schedule it so that there's only one family in an elevator at a time. And how often are we going to clean those elevators? Are we going to have people with gloves on that are hitting the buttons for them so that students and residents and families aren't touching it themselves? So really, it was a lot of kind of putting all those things in place so that we were ready to open for when students came back. Going into college is always a sense of independence that you're supposed to gain when you're when you're going there. Like this is just like this is a stepping stone for me becoming an adult and like going into the workforce and thing. So it's mostly the biggest challenge for me personally was just trying to protect myself and protect others around me. Because I've always felt like this is just like now I'm not my parents are here to protect me they aren't here to like tell me to wash my hands or like tell me to do certain things in order to make sure I'm safe like I have to rely on myself in this in this situation I I, I would already often not go out I would just stay inside my my dorm room and just do my work and I finish up my school things and whenever I would go out it's usually like parks and stuff to like very open areas so I'm not really putting myself in risk a lot so that would be the precaution that I say I kind of put forward and like you know uber eats and stuff <laughs> and doordash so like those are those are always options that i use but um early in the pandemic we would always do things like we would wear gloves we would have our we have face masks on face masks on face masks and just like try to keep ourselves away from people as po much as possible and i still apply that to myself especially when i'm going back home just to make sure that everything's a-okay for when i'm going to be my family we're really set up like an apartment building you know, during a normal year, we want our, our students to feel like young adults. This is kind of that in-between step of moving out of your parents' house and getting an apartment on your own. It's got a little bit more structure. You know, it's connected to your schoolwork. Other residents are students. You're not just alone someplace in the city. We have resources like RAs on duty and things that are going on. Um, so it's a little bit more of a community, but it, it's still kind of that, that step in between. So we've always treated our students like young adults. We want them to be able to come and go from an apartment as if this is their apartment where they live. So we haven't really restricted students being able to come and go. What we have done is, um, you know, CUNY has a lot of kind of mandatory policies on testing and they're really following New York State and city guidelines as well. And so especially with the holidays, kind of what was put in place was if you're gone more than 24 hours, um, you need to quarantine for a couple of days and get tested. And until you have a negative test, you have to be quarantined. 
I would say I felt safe. I feel like they put a lot of precautions in place to protect their students and the staff. So they had these um, so like surveys that you have to fill out every time you enter campus and leave campus just to make sure that you don't have any symptoms or you haven't been in certain areas that have been overpopulated with COVID. So we would have, in order to get back on campus, you would have to fill out that survey. And then uh, if you didn't, you would have to go into campus and then go to the gym and get tested or either tested or take your temperature, one of those. But you always had to get checked once or twice, at least every time you went, entered or left campus. So I feel like that was a good precaution they put in place. A lot of the things we had put in place for moving, we kind of kept for the semester. So like regular cleanings and especially of the high touch areas, that's still going on constantly. Our, our cleaners are, you know, always in those areas, making sure that everything is wiped down. Uh, we did an addendum to our conduct policy that talked about kind of COVID policies, the importance of having to wear a mask if you're in a public area in the building. We have an amenity scheduler in place so that if students want to use some of the other common areas, um, we have a seminar room and a lot of students usually study in. We have a community kitchen. The student rooms in our building don't have ovens. So they have a microwave, they have burners, they have a full fridge, but they don't have an oven if they want to bake something. So we do have three ovens downstairs that students can use in our community kitchen. So we had to set up a policy where students would have to sign up for that in order to use it, that they couldn't just come down and see if it was open and use it. It was, they had to sign up for a scheduled time and there was a limited number of people that could sign up at each time slot so that we knew that it wasn't being overused. Like, I, I didn't really feel, like, unprotected. I felt like they did what they must to protect the students. But at the time, the pandemic had really slowed where I was in New York. So people were, like, opening up stuff and, like, they're getting right back to, like, regular life. And I guess the students felt the same way. So they weren't really as worried. Like, I felt like I was the one free. Like, I felt like I was the crazy one, honestly, because I was just, like, I was being nervous and I was scared about everything. But everybody just seemed to be walking around like very relaxed. I would be the only one staying in my room just because I didn't want to have to go out and make a lot of physical contact. So I would say I, would put, I put a lot of precaution in place for myself. And I, I, I feel like the campus did a lot for me, too. So I didn't have a much. I didn't. I, I, the only anxiety I really had was for me trying to protect myself. But it honestly helped a lot because I'm, I'm the only one I'm really protecting, really. We've put a lot of things in place to keep students safe. And we plan on keeping those, you know, every everything we've done, we're planning on keeping that in, in place as long as necessary. A lot of deciding what the future holds depends on kind of what happens next. We want to do what's safest for our students. We, you know, don't want this to be a, a breeding ground for COVID. I am hopeful towards the future with the vaccine and things getting under control, but I'm also realistic in believing that it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while for everyone to get vaccinated. It's going to take a while for things to kind of go back to normal, if they're ever going to be normal. You know, wearing a face mask might become the norm for the next decade. It just might become that next level of, you know, safety. You've seen it in other countries that have, you know, air quality issues because the air is not great to breathe. But now maybe it's the, you know, the way to keep pandemics at bay. 
is that people are constantly wearing face masks wherever they go. I don't know. So what we're putting in place is whatever we need to do to keep the students safe. I spent my entire summer break in quarantine and that, that definitely took an emotional toll on me. And I, I honestly don't know how I even got to this point being the way I am, like mentally. <laughs> like, I, I honestly kind of am a little bit proud of myself because I'm just like, I don't know how I would even really got to this point. Cause it was just a lot, a lot was going on and a lot of things were happening. I just felt like I couldn't, it was very overwhelming. So I, I feel like this new experience being on campus and just starting college in general has just done a lot for me emotionally to feel like I, I, I can do this. Like this is the time for me to be serious about what I'm doing and about how I'm getting by. So whatever I have to do in order to keep myself sane and like, even if it's just making this, getting this new experience, I feel like it's benefited me in some way, if that makes sense. My name is Shar Adams, and this is COVID University, New York. It was produced by David Hoffman, post-production by Garrett Tiedemann, executive producer, Peter Christian Eigner. This is a co-production of the Gotham Center for New York City History and Race Car Radio. Initial funding for this series was generously provided by the Seed Time Fund and Lauren Kramer. If you have feedback for us, you can reach us through our Facebook page or email us at coviduniversity at racecarradio.com. If you like the show, please subscribe now and never miss an episode. Just go to racecarradio.com or find us on any of your favorite podcast apps.